are listening to the From Scratch Body. I'm Liv Austin and I believe that anyone can cook. Since being diagnosed with endometriosis, I have been on a journey to find out what food makes me feel great. By cooking my meals from scratch, not only have I started feeling much better, I've also fallen in love with cooking completely. So every week we explore a new topic that can help us feel better and become better cooks and then I share a recipe with you so you can cook along with me if you want. You can always find the recipes and the transcripts from the podcast on my website, thefromscratchbody.com. Welcome back to the From Scratch Body. I'm Liv Austin. Thank you so much for listening this week. We are talking about calories. How to be calorie aware without counting them obsessively. Counting calories is still common practice for many and struggling with weight is serious and I can empathize with wanting to be in total control of your calorie intake. My biggest fear though for you as a fellow food lover is that if you count calories there's a chance that you'll always associate food with thoughts of whether you are gaining, losing or maintaining your weight and if you're having the right amount or too much or not enough. Food should be much more joyful than that in my opinion. I think you deserve it, no matter what shape or size you are. Now, being calorie aware does not equal avoiding all calories, which is obviously completely impossible. I know that quite a few people reading my blog and listening to my podcast are on a weight loss journey or just trying to get healthier. And that is fantastic. And I absolutely celebrate you for doing that. Maintaining a healthy weight and being good to your body by giving it nutritious and clean food is essential for your well-being and a long, happy life. Let me just add that when I say a healthy weight, I do not mean skinny or slim or shredded or toned. You can be healthy and strong and look totally different to me or to the next person that you see in the street or the gym. So please, please be kind to yourself and remember that health goes way, way deeper than looks. I also want to add, I've said this before, but I want to repeat it for new listeners, new readers, that the From Scratch Body is not a weight loss blog. It is a place where everyone is welcome to find inspiration so that they can feed themselves in the best way possible and learn to listen to how their unique body responds, whether you have intolerances, special needs for your body or a special journey that you are on. Now, I have an awareness of calories because I've learned about nutritional value in different ingredients from cooking so much from scratch, but never in my life have I counted the calories that I've eaten. I'm very privileged to be naturally slim, it's in my genes, but even in periods where I've wanted to lose a bit of weight, like when I was recovering from endometriosis surgery and I wasn't able to move for a long time, I've not counted my calorie intake. For me personally, it's been more than enough work to keep a food diary in the past to track just how I feel after eating, and I love food so much that I don't want to take the fun out of cooking and eating. I want to support and encourage you to do whatever works for you in your life. But here is my gentle suggestion. If you find yourself counting calories for no particular reason, may I propose a few other approaches to be calorie aware that can bring much more joy to eating food. Here are my five ways to be calorie aware with no counting. Number one, be aware of when calories go out as well as come in. 
People who live active lives and work out a lot or move in whatever way they enjoy don't think of calories as the enemy because without calories, they would be useless at their activity. And that goes for all of us. We need energy through work, workouts, travel, looking after others, just life in general. So look at what days of the week you move the most or need the most brain power at work because this requires energy too, even if you're sat down. Then, if you want to cut down on your calorie intake, try to make that happen on days that are less active. This way, you can keep the general calorie count down a bit without compromising your physical performance, concentration or motivation. Number two, note down some generic nutritional value info. You can, if you need reminders, take note of what foods you often eat and what the nutritional info of a realistic size portion for you is. You can write it down, you can write it down on a computer and print it out, and you can hang it up inside one of your kitchen cupboard doors, for example. You can then refer to it when needed, but it's a quick look instead of plotting in numbers, weighing ingredients or any kind of meticulous work like that. You might not know the calorie count of that exact meal down to the decimals, but how much of a difference is that really going to make? Number three is portion control. This is always my best advice with anything really. Weight loss, weight maintenance, cravings, fear of having too much sugar or similar, just create a habit for yourself of not making too much food. Or when you make a large batch, decide that it's meant to last for two days or however many days you are making it for. When you plan well, you help yourself in the long run. Make what you know you need and no more or immediately put the leftovers that are meant for the next day to one side so it's harder to just go back for seconds. And a tip, use a smaller plate. It actually makes your mind see the meal as bigger. God, we are so stupid sometimes, aren't we? But it's nice to know that we can trick ourselves, though. Number four, eat mindfully. Something that brings so much more joy to eating, stops you overeating, and also helps your digestion, is to eat mindfully. Try, whenever possible, to not eat in front of the TV. I am totally guilty of this myself. Put your phone away. You will naturally eat slower, you'll enjoy the flavours more, and you'll feel full when you are actually full. And this will stop you mindlessly eating just out of habit and keep your calorie count down over time, but in a way that makes you love food more, not less. Number five, remember that you deserve food. Please don't punish yourself for eating a bit more than you planned one day or eating something a bit naughty occasionally. It's the consistency of coming back to good habits that are important, not being perfect all the time. I believe that anyone who allows themselves to enjoy food and physical activity, but who also choose to be forgiving with themselves and recognise when they need a break, will be the healthiest in body and mind in the end. So whoever you are, whatever your story is, whatever you look and feel like, you deserve to enjoy food. What has your relationship with calories been and has it changed? Do you count calories or are you calorie aware in a different way? I'd love to hear your tips, your healthy ways of being calorie aware. So share your thoughts with me in the comments on my website or on Instagram. I'm at the From Scratch Body. Now, 
This week, I'm very excited because I have an apple crumble for you. But, plot twist, it's a breakfast apple crumble and it's actually really healthy. Let's cook. As I may have mentioned once or twice, I love apples. Not all apples are created equal, though. With some patient slow cooking of green cooking apples, that's where it's absolutely at for me. Here is my breakfast take on a lovely apple favourite, the crumble. Now, you might be saying, oh, but apple crumble is a dessert, surely? No, it's whatever you say it is. Well, it's whatever I say it is today. With a few tweaks, this can be deceptively healthy. I've scoured the internet, I've experimented and I've tweaked, and I've found my favourite version of the breakfast apple crumble. It's full of nutrients. I couldn't think of a better way to start my day. I feel full, comforted, and also very accomplished. Normally for a crumble, there's quite a lot of sugar. But even with tart apples like cooking apples, if you take your time simmering them in water, they get a lovely sweet taste with their natural sugar. And a bit of honey to take the edge off is all you need, in my opinion. If you can't eat honey, then some quality maple syrup is my best suggestion. But of course, you can put in a bit of sugar too, it's not the end of the world. Just keep in mind, you do not need much. Be brave and try as little sweetener as possible. You can always add more later. The cinnamon adds a lovely sweetness too and makes it smell and taste much naughtier than it is. The second ingredient that makes a normal crumble a bit less healthy is the butter. You usually mix the dry ingredients with butter to make the crumble. And I thought to myself, why can't I use nut butter? That's essentially just more nuts in your breakfast, which is calorie dense, yes, but leaves you feeling full in a good way and will give you the best fats and a good amount of protein and other nutrients too. If you are sceptical about fats in your diet, please go back and listen to my fat is not the enemy episode and hopefully I will convince you that some nuts in your breakfast is just good for you. So my crumble includes 0% normal butter. Of course, you can choose butter if you want. You're always free to tweak all of my recipes to fit your own tastes, your restrictions, or how you feel on the day. Just a little note, I love a quickly made breakfast on weekdays, and I'm sure many of you do too. This one takes a little bit more time to prepare, so I do recommend making it on a Sunday or whatever your day off is. It'll warm you up and chill you right out. Alternatively, you can make this the day before, let it cool down and put it in the fridge overnight and just reheat in the oven or even the microwave before you eat it. You may get some leftovers, so keep this in mind regardless. Here is the recipe for my healthy breakfast apple crumble. This makes probably about four servings. You need three apples. I prefer green cooking apples or Granny Smith's are okay too. A teaspoon of cinnamon a cup of water, half a cup of flour, I recommend wholemeal flour, half a cup of rolled oats, two teaspoons of sweetener of your choice, my recommendation is honey, but you can also do maple syrup or a bit of sugar, 50 grams of nut butter, a mix of different ones is fine, you might need a tiny bit more than 50 grams, a handful of raw, crushed or finely chopped nuts, again a mix is fine, just whatever nuts you have at hand, half a teaspoon of grated or ground nutmeg, 
another teaspoon of cinnamon. Yes, again, I did not make a mistake. A tablespoon of chia seeds, flax seeds or protein powder. And some natural or Greek yogurt for serving or the amazing Icelandic yogurt skier is just really nice with this too. This is what you do. You preheat your oven to about 180 degrees Celsius, around 160 if fan assisted. That's about 350 degrees Fahrenheit. You peel the green apples, remove the core and you slice them thinly, very thinly. Place them in a saucepan. You drizzle one teaspoon of cinnamon over them and you cover completely with water. Cover the pan with a lid and bring it to the boil. When it starts to boil, you immediately bring the heat down low, remove the lid and let it simmer for about 15 minutes or until the apples are really soft and the liquid has reduced a bit. You do want the apples to be slightly watery, so don't worry about the amount of liquid here. Get ready for a heavenly aroma in your kitchen, by the way. Meanwhile, you can make the crumble. You mix the flour, oats, nuts, the second teaspoon of cinnamon, the seeds or protein powder of your choice and nutmeg until it's all well combined. Then you add the nut butter and, using your fingers ideally, you rub it into the mixture until it resembles crumbs. You evenly place the apples along the bottom of an oven-proof dish or you can use individual ramekins as well. Gently drizzle your sweetener of choice, honey in my case, over the apples. You do not need a lot of sweetener. As I said, trust me, you can always add more if it's not sweet enough for you. You top evenly with the crumble mixture and bake for 20 minutes or until the crumble is slightly golden, slightly less time, of course, if you're using the ramkins. All ovens are different, so keep an eye on them. Serve each portion of crumble with a generous dollop of yogurt. My favorite is Greek yogurt or skier as it's so thick and lovely. If you want a bit more sweetness, you can drizzle some honey or other sweetener on the yogurt as well. P.S. If you have any leftover bread or bread crusts, you can quickly blitz it in a blender or a food processor, or if you've already blended some bread into crumbs, and add it in with the other dry ingredients to make the crumble. Zero waste and an even bigger meal. Another P.S. You can vary this recipe so much depending on what you use of dry ingredients, nuts and nut butters. So try different versions. My biggest tip, though, is do not hold back on the nuts. They get so tasty in the oven and they go extremely well with the apple. I usually use a mix of almond, hazelnuts and pistachios. It's really nice, too. Third P.S. I recognize that this recipe is a bit tough for those with nut allergies. However, it is still possible to make a gorgeous crumble nut-free. Just go for more oats, more wholemeal flour, some flax seeds or breadcrumbs or other dry things that you can have. Maybe you can have some seeds. And to mix it into a crumble, go for the more traditional butter or a little bit of oil. Maybe some coconut oil would be nice. Let me know if you make it. I'd love to hear and see how you got on with one of my absolute favorite breakfasts. What nuts, flour and seeds did you go for? Do you have any nice additions to share? Share your recipe with me on Instagram and tag the From Scratch Body and hashtag the From Scratch Body so I don't miss it. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Remember that you can always check out the recipe on my website, thefromscratchbody.com, if you want to have it in front of you when you're cooking. But be brave and make it your own too. 
Also, check out my Instagram at The From Scratch Body and my YouTube channel, The From Scratch Body, for lots of food inspiration that you can totally recreate yourself. Remember, cook from scratch and your body will thank you. See you next week.